welcome everybody to Beyond the Cloud. Thank you for being here. It's been a few weeks since we've been live. Um, and we are going to go to a new format where we'll be live um, for half an hour instead of the hour. Um, and yeah, so you can join us on here at any time. And so we will go around and introduce ourselves. So I am Tanya Hiltz, founder of Cloud at Business Services and Tanya's Bookkeepers Bootcamp. So we're gonna go clockwise. So Jonathan, you're up next. Jonathan Carter, founder of Cata Accounting Solutions, helping Canadian businesses and individuals with tax and other things. Awesome. Stacey, you are up next. Stacey Stanley Young from Stanley Young Business Strategies in this beautiful snowy province of Manitoba. Uh, we just about got rid of the snow. I saw that. That was insane, the snow that you guys got the other day. Anyway, wow. Okay, thank you. Jessica, you're up next. Hi, Jessica Fox from Florida Virtual Bookkeeper. I cannot relate to the snow. <laughs> awesome. And Lynn, last but not least. Hi, Lynn James, Dadlink Office Solutions. And I'd like to say sunny BC, but no, um, we're still suffering from some pretty low temperatures out here and I'm waiting for spring. Oh, yeah, I don't feel bad for you guys in BC though. <laughs> you don't get, we get way more snow than you guys do. So I don't um, feel so I'm bad. I'm sorry, Tanya, we have had fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. You know what? You're right. You guys, you're right. You guys had a, a horrible year. We've had a horrible year and it's You're right. It's the last, what, six or eight months. You can't even say it's the whole year. We've had yep. everything thrown at us. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm done. I'm ready for some. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you this year. You're right. I'll give BC this year for sure. <laughs> All right. So we thought we would talk about um, CRMs. So Jonathan, you were saying you were looking at switching. And so... Yeah, let us know a little bit about, you know, why you're looking at switching, what isn't being met, and feel free to use topics, because I'm sure anybody watching um, or watching a replay when it goes out on YouTube might be interested again, you know, what has these pros and cons. So um, we're currently using Dubsado, which we like for a lot of things, but we're not using to its full extent. Essentially, we're using it for some automated communication, uh, capturing and tracking leads, and then managing our projects and our workflows through there. What we're finding is that some of the things aren't operating as they should be operating, and we're spending a lot of time babysitting the system and babysitting the projects. Part of that is, of course, human error and, you know, us getting in and making sure we check off our steps. But another part of that just seems to be mysterious. So it's it's a little bit frustrating when you expect something to automatically happen and it doesn't. And if you don't go back and check, then the project stalls out and then you can end up with an upset customer, being pressured on a deadline, things along those lines. Luckily, we haven't missed any deadlines, but I don't like the fact that we're babysitting it and that my team feel my team and I feel the pressure sometimes because, you know, stuff doesn't happen until a few weeks before the deadline or something. So I want to know what everybody else is looking for in a CRM. Okay. We use, we Go use ahead. ClickUp. Um, now we use ClickUp as our task manager uh, software. We still have a long ways to go to make it look really nice, but we will also use ClickUp in our, uh, as a CRM in there. And we've honestly, in my CRM, I have name, phone number, maybe their mailing address in there. It's very basic for that. But of course that all ties into 
their projects that we're doing and the tasks that we have associated with them. Um, yeah, we started off using 17 hats and that's what we use for some things. Now we've got a lifetime deal um, for some things on it, but yeah, we are finding that there are still um, some things with that. We didn't find that it was very good for the to-do. So we are using ClickUp for our to-dos. We use 17 hats for the communication. Um, you know, again, it's very different because we have the lifetime deal, whether I use it or not for the rest of my life, I'm never going to pay anything. Um, but we found that for notes, we were forgetting to put notes in there. So we actually in ClickUp, we've got Airtable um, that we have embedded into some of our dashboards in ClickUp. And so we're kind of using Airtable to put notes and we may be changing completely over to ClickUp for some of the emails. We may keep it in 17 hats. It's just, we're still looking into how to do that because having those emails templated is really important as well to be able to just fill in the blanks. I don't think ClickUp does that as well, but I think there's other things ClickUp does with the email better. Leanne and Stacy have been talking and Leanne just hasn't filled me in. So I could be incorrect on some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, we are definitely learning and trying to figure out because even if we have 17 hats, I've definitely still got my money out of it. Um, we are starting to, to like, we've got, um, I got fresh proposals, which is very similar to Proposify through a, um, a, um, a deal in AppSumo. And so we're working at getting that set up right now. That was a while ago. I haven't used it, but Proposify still has a free one, which is beautiful. So we're trying to learn how to <clears throat> do that because then the proposals are much nicer. Um, Proposify, you can have like up to five proposals out at once or open at once for the free plan. And I love that um, because that is just perfect what we need here. Um, and again, it looks a little bit nicer than the contracts through 17 hats. And we can do the quoting and the contract kind of in one. So we are looking at moving things around and setting up some questionnaires with job forms. So we are looking at using other things that we use. Um, we will not never probably use an all-in-one just simply because of the boot camp that we have right we have got the boot camp we have to have templates and some stuff so some stuff we use because it's better for us some stuff it's because it's better to share but we're trying to find that really nice marriage between the two so that's what we use here jessica or lynn well what i love talking apps and geeking out and almost a, pretty much every app that's been mentioned so far I've gone down that rabbit hole <laughs> because I suffer from shiny apps syndrome and about four years ago 2018 I was in this quest for a unicorn the all-in-one app to do it all in one place one fee it doesn't exist it's truly a unicorn it's mythical uh, some app partners try but it ends up being a jack of all trades and master of none. So then you have to prioritize like, okay, what are my must do features? I need it to do this and I can everything else I have managed. So the closest was 17 hats. It's not perfect for everything, but it got the job done very, very well for three and a half years. It was practically everything for me outside of the accounting software and the accounting specific tools. Now, like Tanya says, I also took advantage of the lifetime deal. So there was a really good value in it and I am grandfathered in it. Somebody looking into it today 
they've changed the pricing. Now there's tiers and you have to pay extra for some features. So it's a, you will need to see if it's going to meet your needs. So for, I use 17 hats for everything until last year and my, where I needed more users than it came with because it's a tool designed for the solopreneur and you have a maximum of five users. And once I outgrew that, I then transitioned the project management aspect to another tool, but my lead management contracts, proposals, onboarding, communications is still in 17 hats because that template library is so robust. Mm -hmm. The fact that I don't have to write the same email twice, it's very worth it. Now I do agree that the formatting may not be as pretty as other tools, the contracts can be formatted with HTML and make them look prettier, but of course it's a little bit more techy. But given that I paid for it once in 2018 <laughs> and I've gotten so much use out of it, you know what? I'll compromise the looks <laughs> rather than paying a hefty monthly fee just to have nice uh, fashion worthy proposals. Yep. I, yeah, same thing. Find you know exact same as you find sometimes it outgrows, but it's like yeah, we've used it. But that template library, you know, or that library of templates, if you can do that and have it fill in the blanks, like that is key, right? So it saves so much time. I never find myself actually typing an email to a client. Yeah, I just go oh. to their contract, click email, select the template. It automatically fills in their name their company name, the bank account, the type of the link to the share folder, whatever the case may be, I click send. Unless I want to add in like a happy Easter, you know, to make it even more personal, I don't need to do any typing. And yeah, that's 30 seconds here, two minutes there that you would spend writing an email, but mm -hmm. it adds up in time savings and I never have writer's block. And if I have a team member send an email on my behalf, I don't have to worry about their writing style or their grammar skills because it's pre-written. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah. We use we use ClickUp as those templated emails. So, I am yeah. glad that ClickUp has been getting their act together to fix things. Unfortunately, when I went down that rabbit hole, it was still pretty uh, early when you know a lot of people hadn't heard of it. And unfortunately, when I tried it, they, were, they had a lot of growing pains. They were focused on releasing at least three new features every week without making sure that the features they already had were working well. So after a few months, I, I paid for an account. So I, I, I thought I was going to be all in. I paid for a year of premium or ultimate, whatever they call it. And anytime something didn't work, I would contact support and like, oh, yes, it's the bug. We know about it. After the yeah. third or fourth time of getting that response, I'm like, no, I'm not going to be paying for having to track to make sure things are working. Yeah. And instead of getting a fix telling, it's like, oh, yes, we're working on that, but no clear ETA, no sense of urgency. So unfortunately, I, they lost my trust. But I, I, I am glad that they seem to have overcome that because I was still using them when they released the email. And the automations with the email, I thought, this is great. I am going to automate the nagging of my clients for their bank statements. It worked one month and then it broke and I didn't notice. 
until oh. I'm looking at the deadlines like why hasn't this client sent me their stuff and then I realized they never got the nagging reminder to send me their stuff <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's a whole other story when tech goes when tech goes wrong right so that's like that's wow. a whole nother session we don't have enough time and then, yeah, and yeah. exactly exactly so Lynn we haven't heard from you what do you use for CI I, I love my 17 hats because I have it connected to my website my contact page it gets in there it shoots me an email it says oh you've got a new lead and then I can go in there look at the lead they filled out the you know, a few questions I have on the contact form, I can look at that and then I can attach a workflow to them. Actually, I, I have a quick phone call, quick 15 minute phone call to kind of suss them out a little bit more. And then if I think that they might be a fit, then I have a workflow that I start and it sends them an NDA so we can talk in more detail about their business and they know that it's confidential that has to come back signed and then we look at you know and there's a document flow that I've built up all the stages of the workflow to a point where they're signing an agreement which I've created in effective pricing or I've created the proposal in effective pricing we've reviewed all the pricing they've agreed to it and then 17 hats takes care of me getting the signature for that right just yeah so but you're right, me, the pricing now is difficult, you know, for somebody coming in now, it's going to be prohibitive, and I don't know what they were thinking. Yep. Well, we, that's exactly why we're looking at the different ways and how to use ClickUp and stuff, because yeah. and that's it in bootcamp, we used to say, here it is, this is a great deal. I can't say that anymore. No. I can say, here it is, you can get no. templates, some of us are using it, but, you know, here's, and yeah, so it, it's not. As good of a deal at all. So sorry, Jonathan, you were. No, I was going to say, so we started with 17 hats and up until I think it was 2018 summer, we switched over to Dubsado. Uh, and it was the exact same reason as Jessica had is we hit too many users and they literally could not support any more users, but we needed people to be in there. And so now we're on the unicorn hunt. Um, we don't need it to do everything but we wanted to be able to connect to the website, which Dubsado and 17 Hats both do, so we can bring in leads that way. We wanna have workflows and checklists be available there, automation, including emails and the templates, but we want it to work. <laughs> and that's what we're finding, right? Like it was exactly the issue. Like we're, we're, we're currently babysitting it way too much than we, way more than we should be, so. Well, um, one of the things, um, I took away like Tanya and I both did Kathy Badry's um, Microsoft 365 for business last year. And I'm trying to utilize as much as possible. Could I do it all when we took the court? No, it was so much information and so much to get into. And, and you know, and I'm trying to utilize as much as I can. I know there's stuff in there that I still want to do. I want to get into OneNote and learn how to do the checklists. And, and there's some other automations that she covered um, questionnaires and stuff that tie in and automatically connect to other stuff. And I'm sorry, I don't have all the words for it, but there's, there's so much potential there. And I'm hoping that she comes back and does some kind of a refresher where we can pick up <laughs> either that, or I just have to hire her to come and do it for me and get it set up. <laughs> well, that's exactly, we were just talking about that earlier. Um, you know, in, in that heartbeat app we talked about. And that's exactly, I'm only using not even 20% yeah. of what's available in, in, in Microsoft 365. Yeah. 
Um, what, what, no, what? right? It's like there's so much more. Jonathan, what you started mentioning, I couldn't write it quite fast enough. What are you looking for? What um, pain, points, pain points are you trying to solve? So really, I mean, so I, the idea of one, stuff in one place, one place for our permanent notes about the customer, one place for our workflows, one place for our automation, one place for, um, you know, all all the, the CRM, the link from the website to create a new lead, uh, to decide if it's good, like that kind of aspect of it. Like one thing that we're having the, a big challenge with now is like you essentially have to look in three different places to, to be able to do a tax return for a corp. We're looking on our Google Drive, we're looking on Dubsado, and we're looking on our accounting system, QBO or whatever they're using, right? So it, it does, it creates a lot of gaps with, and a lot of extra time suck. Whereas like, I think it could be made a lot more efficient. Um, and of course we're looking for something that isn't out to lunch on pricing. Like I've seen some of the prices of some of the apps and it's just like, you do not give enough value for that. Um, for years, I've had this fantasy about doing everything in Google workspace, which in theory is doable but there's a serious lack of talent with somebody who knows how to use all of workspace to make it all fire, right? And that's that's kind of like, I mean, you can't go all in on that if you can't find the brains to, to run that system. Well, and then you add up all those things that you're adding, the cost is prohibitive after a while. For a workspace? No, you're tacking on a price for every single one of these things that is not necessarily integrated. You know, they don't work together, but you've got a cost factor there. So yeah. your monthly cost is, is getting too high. Yeah. Like I, I hear a lot about practice ignition. I haven't heard anybody here mention that they're using it. Um, and originally when I looked, I, I was just way too much for me to consider at that time. So, now, I haven't looked in years, so I, I'm completely uneducated with how they so, practice. So, practice edition is great, but for me, there's not enough value to pay for the cost. Yeah. The, yeah, the proposals I, are prettier, but I, I am a boutique firm by choice, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's cost-effective for a firm that onboards more clients than I do on a monthly basis. Well, and that's why we went with fresh proposals. Then, you know, I mean, Propose 5 was easy to learn. I've got my niece is working with me. She's learning fresh proposals and pulling it all over. Because again, that was a lifetime deal. But yeah, so we looked at that. But you're right. That's exactly it, Jessica. For a boutique firm, for somebody like us, again, it's like 50 some odd dollars a user US. I've heard amazing things about it. But again, it has to be, you know, you've got to be doing the constant onboarding. So if you're bringing on, you know, one to new client, one to two new clients a month, it's absolutely going to be worth it for you. But when you're bringing on, like, you know, our case, we're bringing on a couple of clients a year type of thing. We may be getting to where it's, you know, one a month uh, where we're looking at how we're looking at growing. We'll have the potential for that. But do we want one a month? Just because we've got the room doesn't necessarily mean we want it. And I would rather grow smart, you know, and again, we're losing a few clients, like we're purposely losing, we're firing, you know, a, a few and this and that. So, you know, that's exactly where you have to look at it. Is there going to be enough volume to make that worth your while for that cost? And I think anybody at the boutique firm, that's what you have to look at is again, maybe you've got a firm of, you know, 30 people, but again, how many new people, how many renewals, how many of this? 
Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, the advantage of Ignition, because they rebranded, now they're just Ignition, no more practice, uh, is that they will auto-build your clients. So if you have a high enough volume, that's valuable. But since I haven't been paying a monthly fee to achieve that result, there's no incentive for me to switch over to it. Then because they have different pricing tiers and I use value pricing, the tier that meets my needs is 149 per month. It's just not worth it for me. <laughs> Like, wow. I mean, we, we have all our bills go to our customers on, you know, the last day of the month due on the first day of the month, every month. And then, you know, we do manually process, but we have pre-authorized credit card agreements where that's how we process. And you know what, for saving me, you know, 20 minutes of work, I don't really think it's, it's worth that kind of price. Yeah. We've looked at, uh, ignition and it's gorgeous it's it's stunning but I, I i can't justify the price for it um i was i i've written down uh the items that you're looking at and it sounds like your pain points are you needing those workflows and needing a crm and i you may have a tough time trying to find one that's going to meet both of those needs so if you were to um in order of importance, is it the CRM or is it the workflows that would be more important? Do you think? Well, that's the thing is like currently like in, in Dubsado, it, it, it can do both. You can make it work around to do both, but things aren't firing properly. Right. And um, we're having challenges with, um, you know, having to babysit the program right. like one of the things is if you change a templated workflow you can choose to just change the future ones when you start off the future ones or you can add it to all the existing workflows the changes you've made okay. but what happened a few times was we just did the workflow we didn't add it but the steps got added anyway which caused projects to stall and when you have you know what do we have on the go right now i think we have 200 and 54 projects. So we have currently 254 projects and 19 leads on the go. That's a lot of babysitting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of babysitting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I, I like ClickUp in terms of my automations, my workflows. It, it was a reasonable price for what I was getting for it. Um, it's, if I have, I can have it connected to the website and the user, I can have it beautifully look on my website. Oh, you want to uh, book a discovery call? You can, you can do all of that here. Enter your information. I find on in the ClickUp side, it's rich text format, not so to the outer world. It looks like HTML. It looks really nice, but to the inner world, it's just plain notes. Um, and, and so it's, we're making it work as a, as a CRM and it works for us, it works quite nicely, but it really is more of a workflow management um, as opposed to something that's more like a constant contact, which might have that work, um, the CRM and you can have your notes and stuff, but I don't think it will do workflows, right? Um, have you looked at Carbon? I've heard good things. I haven't looked at Carbon in years, uh, oh. so I'll, uh, that one yeah, and you're like a actually... the pricing of around 50 bucks a month per person. Yeah, carbon is in the price end. Like but... seriously, that's that that's yeah. that's 
that's insane for us. Like well, that's, that's a, you almost, look at that. And if that's US, that's over four thousand dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it better shine my shoes and cook me dinner too. Right. Like, <laughs> well, and this is where ClickUp is quite attractive because right now they have a sale going on that you can get your people in to the business one for less than ten dollars US a month. They seem to always have some discount. I don't know anybody. Oh, I know it's like it's an ClickUp. Right. But I think there, and there's, I think there's one that you can still even get with the discount at like almost $5 a month. You know, it's again, it's limited, but it's a heck of a lot more. And that's exactly where that becomes a lot more attractive to say, let's use this with some other things. And there's so much that you can do. Like we had a couple of weeks ago, we had a whole bunch of us on the call and Stacy and Amy were kind of, they're the power users that have figured out a lot more than the rest of us, it seems. But they were like going through and showing us and there's just so much that you can do so many different ways. And even in your team, it can be set up one way, but even within your team, you, they, it can still be set up because Leanne, Sandra and I all think differently. So we can still look at it and use it slightly different ways with mm -hmm. it, you know, with it still coming to the same end result, which is really cool. Yeah. Well, what in in some ways it makes it very difficult when you're creating new workflows or you're adding something because if i add something to one client oh and i want to add it to all the other projects it's very manual but what i like is i could have a folder here's abc client and i can have it something very custom for that workflow very custom for that client and it won't affect the other ones so one of the pros of clickup which is also a con it's, it's very customizable. There's 10 different ways to achieve the same result. So you have this amazing flexibility because it's not accounting specific. So you can make out of it how, whatever you want. What makes it a con is anybody that's not really techie inclined, it can be extremely confusing, overwhelming. I am very techie and I made a mess out of my ClickUp and I had to hire somebody to clean it up and set it up. <laughs> so there's the pros and cons, not saying don't use it. <laughs> Now, unfortunately, ClickUp cannot handle the lead management part. You can embed a form on your website and mm -hmm. it will be added into your ClickUp. I am a little too, bit too picky about the styling of it. Uh, so I, I didn't have that much flexibility back then. I don't know if I, they expanded that. But <laughs> if, you, if you have a programmer, like if you, if it, it, if you have somebody who is willing to take the time to learn how to set it up, you can customize it. Like you say, Jessica, you can customize it a million different ways. And their dashboards are really cool. But it's taking that time to learn yep. how to do that. Yeah, and it's quite the learning when, curve. When we previously looked at uh, Method and HubSpot, that's what we were finding. Is there's, HubSpot there's, is like it, that. Massive. The pricing is, is very difficult to understand or was at that time it was difficult to understand and it took a lot of work to get moving mm -hmm. and i mean who has two months to spend developing their own system mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so unfortunately I that unicorn that you're looking for jonathan i don't think has been born yet so what a lot of people end up doing i mean i've heard good things about taxdom i personally haven't used it i can comment but may want to watch a video or a demo on it but what some people do is like they keep the style or whatever it is for the lead management contract once they turn into clients then using a full featured workflow tool like financial sense or pixie because there you can have the notes from the clients the attachments from the clients the project deadlines 
the specific steps, the assignments. So it would at least reduce the going from system to system. Because when somebody's gonna do the work, they just log onto that tool. They can see the client details. They can send them an email if they need to. They can follow the deadlines. And uh, as so far, knock on wood, none of those tools have needed babysitting. There's um, a tool that a lot of our, our, well, we don't have a lot of customers in construction. We only work with customers in construction who work with a very specific coach because he, he helps them with their mindset and it's they, they're good customers once they're working with him. But they use a program called Builder Trend and they're all finding the same issue is that they need somebody to babysit, maybe not the system, but the users of the system to make sure that stuff is getting in there properly, being tracked properly. Do you find that you guys have that challenge as well and that you need to kind of train people and then continuously reinforce them on how to use a system? No, no. I have yes. a video, a Loom video for a new team member. It shows them this is how you use this. This is how you add a new template. This is how you mark these done. This is where you put the notes, that's it. So you do want something that's user-friendly uh, so that people will follow that. But I, I did have troubles with ClickUp. When I used ClickUp, I had trouble with team members not using it consistently and mm -hmm. a higher level of user error. It, be, again, because of that whole customizable thing, it also means, oh, I, I'm gonna do it this way. And yeah, we have found, we have found those issues. Just different things on language. Um, I was helping a team member clean up the other day because he was assigned to a whole bunch of subtasks that recreated every time he create he said complete. And the parent task had actually been closed. But when the other team member had closed that parent task, they didn't say, yes, please close off all subtasks. And it made it very difficult and we had to work really hard to try to find, and it was really difficult to try to find where's the head of this that I could cut off to try to prevent um, this, this recreation from happening. And that actually was, was kind of difficult. And it's, you know, you can recreate the task in 12 different ways and the methodology that I recommend using, not everybody either remembered to use it or did it. And because it can be customizable. What you can do is you can lock it down so that they can't change your templates or they can't um, change some of those big tasks. So they might screw up their own tasks, but not necessarily everybody else's. Yeah. All right, well, we're at time. So thank you very much to everybody for joining us today. Um, we will see you next week. I hope everybody has an absolutely amazing long weekend. Happy Easter. Okay. Yes, happy Easter, happy Passover. And I yes, happy Passover, happy Easter, happy. I believe it's Ramadan as well. Weekend. I do believe it's Ramadan. I was gonna say it was yeah. something okay. there was another holiday in here too. So awesome. Okay, well have a great week all. Mm -hmm.